Hello, James here, and welcome to the James Cast. And catching up with Kev Fitzsimmons. Now, I know you're saying, James, should I know who Kev Fitzsimmons is? Probably you've never heard of Kev Fitzsimmons. But after this podcast, you're going to go, wow, this guy's really cool. What a story. It all started this particular podcast. I was supposed to be sitting down with Dr. Jenna Burton and Kev, and we were going to talk about children and fitness and obesity and, and, and. Dr. Jenna couldn't make it. She had to go to the hospital, you know, had a small procedure, having a baby, you know, that kind of thing. So Kev came in anyway. And I thought, okay, well, let's talk about children and let's talk about obesity and let's talk about fitness because he does do strength and conditioning training with kids. We, we never got to it. Well, I mean, near the end, we had a little bit of a chat, but we really never got to it because it was all about learning how Kev got into this field and what he had to do and the choices he ended up making. And, 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 and as I'm listening to Kev talk, I'm thinking about my own story and I'm thinking about the nonlinear path that we all follow. This catching up becomes quite motivational, quite inspirational. It forces you to think a little bit about your own career and how special your career path has been. It's kind of fun. And I, I really, really think this is one of those podcasts you want to share with everyone because it, it just helps to put into perspective how we get to where we're hoping to go. Let's get into it. Here's Kev Fitzsimmons. This is Catching Up on the James Cast. But, the, you know, the, the beauty is we're here at the Rove. And this, they've, they've created this space. I used to podcast downstairs, but I have my own equipment a lot like this that I would just cart in and use it down in the lobby. Just not, and you getting all sorts of looks. As it well, they didn't mind. They, they allowed me to do it. And then after a while, they said, you know, why don't we put in a podcast suite that you can use and we'll rent it out. And it's like, so what would you like? And I said, this stuff. And they literally went and picked yes. up the stuff that I would, that I wanted to, that I would use. And they rent it out. And nice, I come nice. in once a week and, 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 uh, did they get money in? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Did. In the afternoons, they get, a, they, they charge they? about a hundred dirhams to use the thing. And they got a guy who'll help people out and, you know, coffee, tea and parking. Yeah, and nice. So when someone says, Oh, I want to do a, a podcast. Well, here you go. Happy days. Yeah. And, Quality. and all you need is the basic stuff that, you know, a memory card or plug your computer into this thing and away you go. Happy days. Okay. I'm at Empire Sports now. Um, we're based here in, in Dubai, uh, and we, we range from under sevens right through to under 14s. Okay. Um, and then my role is, um, it's a combination at, at this new academy of head of um, physical development, uh, athletic development, and also a technical coach as well. So whereas in the last place it was it was solely just to look after the strength and conditioning for all age groups, okay. this I've now got... The athletic development side of it, yeah. but also I've got two squads I look after as well. Oh, nice! Which is the uh, and they're all young guys, right? All young guys. So I've got an under 11s oh, and an under eights as well. That's so, a lot of raw energy. Yeah, there. it's brilliant though. So it's nice because it gives me a different side of things. Yeah. So obviously, working in football, um, I get I, I would look purely after the physical development, but now I get yeah. to see that technical and tactical development nice. side. So nice. getting a good full rounder. Yeah. Um, and which will put me in good stead 
as I go forward, yeah. you know, so I've got that little bit of experience in both sides of things because often in clubs and when I've worked in football previously, yeah. there's a little bit of a, a divide from the physical <laughs> and the technical coaches. <laughs> so it does give you, it gives you that cross yeah. bridge and yeah. having played football myself, yeah. I kind of understand the culture of football. So it, mm. it works across nicely. Mm. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. You know what? Let's get started. Let's yeah. do it. Cool. We, got, we even have intro music because, you know, we're professional here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. It's podcast time. And I, right off the top, I want to let you know that this should be Doc Talk. Dr. Jenna Burton is having her third child. She's giving birth probably at the moment. She was sending selfies to my guest this morning before he arrived because she was going to be here. It was going to be a tag team. We we're going to talk fitness and kids and more. She's not here, but Kevin Fitzsimmons is. Kev is here and we're going to be talking about exercise. We're going to be talking about team sports. We're going to be talking about conditioning. We're going to be talking about what he's learned working with under sevens and under 14s in football. And, and in the past, he's also worked with folks in rugby, boxing, ice hockey, basketball, badminton, checkers, and possibly curling. So we will check in on all that. This is Catching Up with Kevin Fitzsimmons right here on Potaholics. You, you know anything about curling? Yeah, started in Scotland. Uh, you ever done it? Very good at it. No. You know what? The, it's it's a weird thing because first of all, typically there's there's you know a beverage element to curling, yes. and you have that curling pitch that is you know just that I I don't know the exact dimensions, and you have the stones. Yeah, it's kind of like darts on ice. It looks good, but it's it's the the you know the when you're doing the when you're doing the the brushing when you're doing the brooming yeah. and you're that person and you're trying to get that ice nice and smooth so the stone is going to curl in because they they kind of get some speed and then they they twist it as they let go of the, and they're giving hell for lever oh they? man I, in the, it's like me in the kitchen with them yeah. off just brushing <laughs> it's, away it's like a real frustrating game too because it should be easy have you played it I have yeah, yeah big, it's big in Canada because it, you, well right. you, especially if you get outside the big cities right and you get to yeah, a yeah. especially out west in you know, Saskatchewan and Alberta you get to some of these small towns you can put you can put a, a, a curling rink in and okay. you know they'll be under so it's solely just for curling? Just, just for curling yeah i know there's a place by me in in the uk in d side and it's just in the north of wales yeah. they've got an ice rink but at times they convert it into the yeah, curling okay. as well so yeah. a little bit of comment but i always would love to try my hand that had try my hand at it but um you know it's never too late you're still young yeah <laughs> <laughs> still time but it's it's one of them like in the uk there's not mm. much uh opportunity to do it or, oh, okay. or you know it, yeah. within a close vicinity anyway yeah. you know so maybe the ua you need to start on it well, that would, wouldn't that be interesting yeah and, and you know there's Dubai. A, why uh, <laughs> there's I, nowhere really I, there, I, I suppose is there? yeah i guess they'd have maybe they could do it on the ice rink they could play around with it a little uh, bit oh yeah. yeah just the ice hockey there isn't it yeah there is yeah and, and do you do you know that new mall, the the Sports Society Mall that's opening up in Murdoch? Have you heard anything about no, that? No, no. So Murdoch City Center. Okay. You know Murdoch yeah, City. Yeah, Center. yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're going towards Sharjah by about 200 meters, mm -hmm. there's a new mall. Right. It's called Sports Society. Nice. Apparently, okay. apparently, indoor football pitch indoor batting cages and stuff maybe it has an ice rink i don't know it's huge and it is all dedicated complete mall all to dedicated sports. to sport and sport activity wow and it's nearly done nice. they haven't unwrapped the signs yet okay. they had them unwrapped for a while and then they've wrapped them back up so 
Nice, it, it nice. Pretty, we'll have to check it out. Yeah, yeah. Sports society. Maybe Kaylin will pop up there. Right. Well, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> so, so, Kim, this is kind of fun because Jenna, Dr. Jenna, yeah. but Jenna said, hey, you know what? I want to bring Kevin. He's, he's spectacular. You're going to love this guy. He's from where she's, yeah, you know, yeah, you're both yeah, from the yeah, same yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. What did she call that? She always has a name. It's called the Wirral. It's Merseyside. Um, <laughs> and it's basically um, across the water from Liverpool. Okay. So it's all, it's the same uh, Conurbation, I believe, is Maisie's side, uh-huh. but we're just across the, you know, ferry across the Maisie. Uh, you no. ever heard no? no. Oh, it's a famous no. song. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, it's a famous song. song. You have to look out, okay. look out, look her out. Uh, f- ferry across the Maisie, ferry and it's basically there's the Wirral one side, uh-huh. Liverpool the other, and there's a big river between the two. Right, okay. And then we're one side. Liverpool's the other. No, it's Liverpool. We're more like, like plastic scouses. Oh, because <laughs> that's it. She always says scouses. She yeah. says we're scouses. I'm yeah. going, all right. Yeah. And, th- and then she said it was it was an interesting interesting connection as well because you were coaching her dad. That's right, yeah. Fitness coaching her dad. And I it's thought, funny how things work out. You know, it's it's seven, interesting. Seven degrees of bacon here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's crazy how things work out and you meet people through set ways. And yeah. I used to work in the Village Hotel, which is a chain in the UK. Okay. And um, there's a gym at the bottom of it. And uh, I used to I used to just, you know, train um, as a personal trainer there. And I got to, I got to know all the members and one of them being Jenna's dad. Uh-huh. And it was funny because we started a little uh, outside group that would go cycling to, okay. to uh, the velodrome in Manchester. Uh-huh. And we'd, we'd go up there every every Wednesday or every couple of weeks on a Wednesday. Go on the track for an hour. Have you seen the velodromes, how steep they are? Yes, yes. If they're, you stand they're crazy. at the bottom, you can't run up They're it. crazy. Like you Slide have to be really, yes. really going on you your bike for that beads. to work. And the, the bikes have got no gra- yeah. brakes on them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you, like, have, you ever seen, have you ever seen anyone fall on, in the velodrome? You, it's, I mean, no, I haven't. Only on TV. Oh, oh man, it's, TV. it's brutal. Like you don't want to fall because hey, it's wood or yeah. other things. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Your, you know, your bike and no brakes and... Yeah, That's why you wear a helmet. Yes. It's funny because we took one guy and he, he just couldn't get the hang of it. And he was just holding onto the rail the whole time, going around the middle, going around the middle. Where you've got to, as you go up, you've got to really give it beans to get right around yeah. the at the top. Yeah. But um, it's, honest to God, you know. It's frightening. It is a little know. frightening. It is. You have to keep pedaling. But as I said, we, we would go as a group um, and and I didn't really know Jenna then at the point at this point. And then Jenna, Jenna would come in every now and then. I remember her dad saying, oh, my, my daughter lives in Dubai, but I didn't yeah. have really any connections to Dubai at that time. Yeah. Um, and then she would come back at Christmas, summer and, and, you know, and then after I left there, I went to a new place, which was called Underground Training Station, which was a... Uh, strength and conditioning studio, okay. um, which done classes, and then Jenna just happened to start training there. <laughs> you know, small so, world. So then, I, like the girl I was working with was uh, called Meg, and Meg, I believe, still still does things over Zoom with Jenna. And Jenna would be like, uh, Jenna would come in, she'd bring her dog, she'd bring in the kids, she'd put the kids at the side by the mirrors. They're like a bit of a man, they're in a baby chair at this point, starting them young, as you would say. The dog's running up and down. And I'm like, who's this crazy woman running in like mad woman, pushing through the door with the, the babies under her arms and the dog, and it's the dog's running up and down. And, and then someone said, it's Jenna, Jenna. And then it clicked then, because it's Harry Burton is a dad. And then I was like, She's from Dubai. It all makes sense. Yeah. And then, then I made the point to, you know, introducing myself to her. 
And then, yeah, we went from there. But, and there we are, like, both living in Dubai now. Well, how, did you, how did you end up getting here? So, what, you know, why would you want to leave <laughs> the, the, the lovely, cold, <laughs> damp UK? Um, so, we, we, we were, were at a point. Um, we, were, we came on holiday for my 30th birthday. Fantastic place to come. Brilliant. Really nice. And me and my fiance, we, we come for my 30th. I engaged. Uh, I got. Pro- I proposed, and we got engaged in oh, in in, in two thousand and sixteen, October two thousand sixteen. Um, so we were over for, as I said, for my birthday. We come and we stayed with a friend who's a teacher, uh-huh. and um, she's a friend of Zoe's, my partner. And, the, and he, she basically just sold. She was a teacher. <laughs> my my girlfriend, fiance, is a teacher, oh, and they go. basically just sold you know how the the better work-life balance yeah the lifestyle over here the yeah. you know the warm weather and we're on holiday and we're just like the big bright lights we're going do, out doing things well it's the idea everything. that you can and i i'm sure the sales pitch would have in, in, involved look you can go and you can be on the beach and you can go to the the club and the beach club or you can go to the restaurant and then you can go home yeah and yeah, you don't yeah, have to yeah. live like that. You can go home and have beans on toast if that's really Absolutely. what you want. Yeah. And you can just live your normal life and then go to work and then you can go back to the beach club. The one that everyone from Liverpool is flying <laughs> yeah, to when yeah, they yeah, can yeah. and paying the big bucks or the medium yeah. bucks, but they're not at home and they're on a vacation. Then they go home and they say, oh, that vacation was so good. But you live in the vacation. Absolutely. So, and, yeah. and so you were so, sold. So yeah, we were sold. We were pretty much sold. And, and, and um we 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 were living back at home with parents, so we wanted to get a deposit for a house eventually. And okay. the plan is probably to move back to the UK. Yeah, but we wanted to come out, make a little bit of money, um, enjoy the lifestyle. Um, why we've got no kids? Why we've right. got no real commitments yeah. in the UK? Come out, um, enjoy a different type of culture. You know. Um, broaden your horizons, working with different cultures, different kids and, and so on. And, and so far it's so good. We only initially come out with, we come out with a plan of two years. Here yeah. I am two and a half years later. Yeah. We've probably a little bit longer to stay as well. Yeah. So um, we'll see how this next year comes, but I think we'll be here at least another 18 months and nice. we'll go from there. We'll see. You, you talked about earlier that, that you've got a background in football. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what's the trajectory that got you into the fitness career path? How yeah, did, I, I how think, did that happen? I think when, when I finished school, I was, I never really, I never really knew what I wanted to do. It was it's just, like no one knows what they no, want to do. It's no. Like, and, it, and we get told, well, we, you know, you're going to be a doctor, you're going to be an accountant, you're going to be a, an elevator yeah. repairman, you're going to go be a mechanic. Yeah. What and I think even in the working class, like schools where I was from, you never really like, know what jobs are available in some mm. ways it's not really like and and for me like i i just played sport i knew it was good at sport yeah so it's just like okay well i don't know what i'm gonna and do if, if you I were leave. a footballer right you know that was always your yeah thing. always yeah. played football always okay. played sport and then when i got yeah. to 16 i was just like right what do i do now okay <laughs> um i haven't made it as a professional footballer which i mean that must have been a real uh, i mean that i think i mean you were around a bunch of kids yeah and that's the goal right we're all looking at you yeah. know the ronaldos yeah. and the beckhams yeah. and you know the yeah. i mean i'm not a big footballer so okay. I, you know, the, you know but there was a whole you know bunch anyway. of names <laughs> yeah 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 and 
is it, that's got to be the goal, right? Is it going to be one of the 0.001% exactly. of footballers who are going to make the, it? The, 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 the percentage that make it is very, very slim. Yeah. So for me, like I wanted to be a footballer, never, never played in academies. It was always um, like top level grassroots, a okay. couple of scouts watching here and there, but never, never got uh, yeah. into an academy. Okay. So I knew I was, it wasn't as bad for, for me as it was someone who got released at 16 or whatever, right, you know, right. from there. So it wasn't as bad, but you're still thinking, I've got a chance. I've got a yeah, chance. Yeah, yeah, but sure. And, and there's always the chance. Yeah, you always think that. But um, so 16, uh, leaving school, thought, what do I do? Okay, um, I want to go into sport because that's yeah. all I really know. Yeah. So yeah. I've, I've gone into sixth form, stayed on, done sports studies. Um, finished the two years and at the end of the two years I'm like okay what do we do now it's like you yeah. know it's like okay uh, university is the next step yeah. I'm guessing so so uh, a good teacher a Mr. Carriage back in Mosland school he he gave me he was very supportive and very good and he said well, well what about this course what about this course and I'd be like okay he goes sports development sounds good sport but really for me sports development I didn't even know what it was you know <laughs> I'm like it's a course it's sport I'll yeah. go and do it yeah. you know yeah, yeah. thinking oh that yeah. uni lifestyle looks good <laughs> you know but I never I never really still was like okay I'll go and do it and I did the course it involved a little bit of sports science it involved more about development of sport mm. in communities and, and it didn't turn you off though no yeah. it didn't um, but it probably probably wasn't the right course to do I probably should have done a solely sports science course mm. it involves sports science it involves coaching right. but I probably should have went to sports science but I got a degree it's got the coaching it's got the sports science so you got a little it. bit of everything yeah and yeah. when you when you go and interview when you go and talk to me you say yeah I got this degree yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> I got, I got, do you know I've got a sports <laughs> development degree so it was a BA honors degree um but I probably should have went and done a bachelor's of science uh -huh. sports science but um I went on then after I finished that, I went on to, um, into working for the village hotels, work with them for a couple of years, two, three years. Um, I was actually part-time in a the bar there and then there was a full-time job come available. So yeah. I was like in the gym okay. and I'd finished uni and I was like, again, it was like, where do I go from here? Yeah. Cause I couldn't, I couldn't find a job in that's sports a, development. And that's a hard one, isn't it? When we start thinking about it. I mean, you look around and it's kind of like, okay, I see lots of different teams and lots of different types yeah. of sports. I see lots of different gyms. I see a lot. Yeah. Yet it's pretty hard to find work that might lead to a more long-term yeah. stable future. And Definitely. that kind of applies what you've been studying. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of weird. Sports is hard to get into yeah. full-time profession. <laughs> it is. So I've gone, I've finished the degree, I've done the, the three, four years, um, and then I've gone into the place that I'm working part-time in the bar, gym position. It's not such a bad place, you got the no, bar part-time exactly. in the gym. But I'm like, pretty, I finished <laughs> my undergrad and I'm working in a bar, you yeah. know, and it's So like, then you're getting people saying, you know, you did this whole degree and what are you doing? You're working in a bar, you could yeah, have just gone to the bar in the prison. My yeah. friends are hammering me for it, they're giving me that, you know. So I've finished, uh, I'm working in the bar, position comes available in the gym, um, I put my name into to you know that I'm interested, and then they've taken me on thankfully, and um, I've worked down in there for two three years, as I said, and then I went from there to a 
I worked. I wanted. I've always wanted to go to the US and do a soccer coaching. Okay. So I went over to the US. Soccer's big up. I mean, I'm from Canada. Yeah. Soccer's yeah. big. Soccer. I mean, everyone plays soccer. Isn't it? Yeah. We used to have a Canadian player called Ian Hume. Okay. Played for Tramie Rovers. <laughs> there we go. Interesting. There you yeah. go. You have to Google him. I will. So um, he's probably one of the best players that played for Canada. He won the Gold Cup with them. Okay. And beat the USA, I believe. There you go. Um, so I've I've been working uh, in the gym. Went to the US. In the US, I've just spent three months in Texas and in Arkansas. Oh random. boy. Yeah. yeah. Texas and Arkansas. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> a, you really got to see the US. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I had the best time there. But we yeah. did, we went and visited uh, the West Coast. Okay. West Coast. Uh, a bit of California afterwards. and stuff like that. We did yeah. the full. We, we've, uh, Zoe come and met me after the three months. Flew to Vegas, spent nice. a few days there. There you go. Drove to LA, yep. drove from LA right the way up past Santa Barbara, yep, yep. up to San Francisco. Lovely. So we've seen it. And then two years later, we went back and did the East Coast and oh, went nice. from New York, New York, New York, down to Miami. We didn't do Boston. You didn't go to Boston? No, I know. It's on it's the. Like, it's like it's so close. Well, I didn't really. Boston, yeah. New York are like well, only a couple no, hours I wish apart. I had it done. I think yeah. it, the, the big thing was yeah, yeah. New York, New York, New York. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, sure. And then we sort of went New York and then worked down, probably sort of started up at Boston and right. then worked. Don't wait that. Yeah. But anyway, it's on the list to do. Yeah. And you got down uh, to Miami. Yes. You get down to the Keys. No. Okay. Reason That's being, it was it was like um, middle of summer. Okay. And the storms were down there. Yeah. And it and was yeah. like there was there was one okay. due in. All right. Yeah, and I was like, I ain't Kings. going down that far. <laughs> no, no. We were driving down one time, and it was like flash floods fl yeah, yeah. on the phone. And yeah. I was like. What's this? Flash floods? Yeah. Well, the keys are the keys are beautiful, but they are at sea level. So, you know, flash floods, rain, hurricane. Yeah. You're right in the water. It's just, you know, it's it's 200 meters in some points. That's as wide as the land is and there's water. And if the hurricane's coming, the water's coming. Oh, yes. But so you've got stuff to do. you got Jimmy Buffett land to go back to, right? Like, exactly. <laughs> so so we, we have seen west coast, east coast, traveled a little bit around yeah. the, the middle uh, in the middle of the country. Midwest, is it called? Yeah. Midwest, yeah. 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 Um, so I've been around Texas and I, I'm i then doing more of the technical, tactical coaching that we spoke about uh, earlier, you know, with yeah. the kids. And are people taking it in because you're the guy from the UK? Like that's yeah, the land yeah, of football, Yeah, well, I right? worked for a company called Challenger Soccer okay. and right. massive across the UK, uh, the US, sorry. And what they do is they get coaches over for the summer mm -hmm. um, and they offer a program all around the US okay. and you'll get assigned to different areas. Oh, so, nice. So I was assigned to that Texas. I uh, yeah. was in Dallas and then ended up in... It's a good barbecue out in that area, oh. the Arkansas and Texas. I mean, there's great barbecue. Unbelievable. <sighs> Oh, I'm Rusty just spoon, they call them, don't <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking of the ribs and the pulled pork yes. at this moment, oh. and oh. and the, that, that and the, and the biscuits is and the so biscuits. Yes, <laughs> the concept is so good. Take your tray, ask for the meat out the smoker, weigh the meat, pick up your salad, go and sit on a stool yeah. and sit down. Yeah. It's great. And, and I mean, I know that you're you're always you're, you're clearly going to be conscious of your diet, but it's when they have you know the the white bread, and yeah. it might just be coming out of a bag. You yeah. know, there's a bag of wonder. <laughs> bread yeah, on yeah, the yeah. table uh, yes. <laughs> put that with your slaw yeah. and put that with <laughs> yeah as long as i avoid the fries and go for the salad oh, we're all right <laughs> plenty of meat protein in it. protein in it. so yeah we, we as i say i was i was all around texas went up to arkansas coaching down there uh or up there should i say um went through oklahoma on our way yeah. we did some traveling yeah it was we were all around and, and arkansas you know it's funny when i say to people yes they're in arkansas and you go Arkansas, wow. yeah. but it's a lovely place. It's beautiful. 
beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. And it's 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 from one extreme to the other. That's You're in the thing. dry of Texas, which is a bit like sand and <laughs> yeah. like Dubai sort of. Yeah, yeah. You go to Arkansas, green. It reminds me of North Wales, which is like okay. pine trees, right, okay. big, huge trees, uh, lots of wildlife coming across the street and mm-hmm. running across the road. You know, yeah. deer's running out and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and and it was very green. But I stayed in the home of Walmart, okay. which is Bentonville. Wow. And everyone that works there is employed <laughs> by, Walmart. by Walmart. Yeah. And the family estate, you would stay with families, host yeah. families. Okay. And the family estate with were awesome. Like yeah. so good to us. And they couldn't do enough for you. They'd give you your own room, they'd feed you, water you. You know, they'd say they'd take us out on trips they'd take us on the lake which was just at the back and we'd on the jet skis and not the jet skis speedboat sorry speedboats yeah that's speedboat you know and then fourth of july we spent there as well and it was amazing (laughs) it was amazing it was so funny because the people would you jump on the boat corn and there you go you take you on the boat and they go across to his friends just across the the lake yeah. you'd have a couple of beers and sit around and have a game of cards and, and stuff like that so it was awesome um, so yeah, I had a great time over there. Spent the three months, give me a bit of experience of being in a different culture, coaching mm-hmm. in a different environment, uh, and doing the technical side, which is you know obviously a bit different to the physical development of yeah. of yeah. players. Um, so I've come back from the US, and I'm thinking to myself, where where do I want to go with this? Do I do want to go down the the more technical coaching in in football, or do I want to go down the physical development side of things? of personal training or working in teams. So I've decided to go the physical way and that's where I'm thinking, okay, so I've, I've luckily gone back to the, the place that I worked in last, which is the Village Hotel. With the bar and the gym. Yes, with okay. the bar and the gym. <laughs> Lime and soda is only no alcohol. And they've, they've said to us, um, you know, we'll start you off a little bit, a couple of hours a week and then eventually yeah. a full-time position come up. So I've got back in, which has been great. Yeah, And I'm thinking to myself, well, 28 I think sorry 26 at this time and I'm thinking to myself well where do I want to go now do I want to do I want a career in as I said physical or the more like the coaching side of things in the other area so I thought right physical development that's the route I want to go well how do I progress now do and they, they, I just started like having a little research online and yeah. and there was at the a master's degree in strength and conditioning come up. Okay. So there I'm thinking, that's okay, a, that's, a no the brainer. Next, that's the next step. If I want to work in elite sport and kind yeah. of maybe do coaching with um, elite athletes one-to-one, if I want to work in team sports and coach in that physical area, the minimum requirement is a master's degree. Right. So uh, I've, I thought, okay, well, that's what I want to do. I'll study part-time and work in the gym full-time. Try and manage it as best as I can. can work. As best as I can. So I've gone from there. um, I've applied for the position and uh, I've been accepted onto the course, which was great news. It was a four-year course at the University of Bolton. Nice. um, Which many people will be like, University of Bolton? But it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a million... It's a great program. Yeah, the million pounds investment, you know, as a professor, you had the sports department, you had a massive... If you're doing sports, you want to be going to Bolton. Yeah, it's it's a really good... um, It's only a small university, but if you're doing a sports course, the the facilities are outstanding. Mm. And it was one of the the few places that actually offered the course, sports uh, strength and conditioning. So I think... So I believe it was there or Salford, 
put a bolt and stood out. I've I mean, ne- that suffered. I've never. No. Heard okay. It. Okay. Well, there you go. So I've I've, I've met um, I've met up with one of the professors, um, Paul, and he's he's just showed me round and said, you know, this is what we do. This is the facilities, and he, he was really good. And he just gave, offered me advice. I just gave him a call one day and said, yeah. this is what I'm looking at. Before I got, I actually applied. And he, he was great and he gave me some good advice and showed me the facilities and went around and I was just sold on it. You know, when you go somewhere yeah. and you know, this is the right place. Yeah. They don't need to even say anything no. more. You, you stepped in, you took a look around and you go, yeah, this it's is it. It's funny, isn't it? Because yeah. you sometimes get that vibe, don't you? When you go to places yeah. at anything, if you're looking at buying something, a house or yeah. renting and you don't even have to look at the other places I feel <laughs> because you sort of know, yeah. yeah, I'll be comfortable here. So anyway, I've applied for the I've been accepted. Um, it's a four-year co- course. I've managed it alongside the full-time work. It starts to get very, very difficult from going from an undergrad to a postgrad. Sure, two thousand word assignments where you can yeah. sort of like just get by without reading and just you know four thousand word assignments minimum requirements. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, and so, you're and you're working full time. Exactly. People don't realize that. Okay, it's yeah. not that it's the work and the school. It's not that they're they're hard, but there's a mental time investment and you need to have the time between the work to get into the mental thing and then it's brutal it's it is brutal and and it's it was more difficult because the the gym was shift is set shifts so you were either on a 6-2 or a 2-10 so you'd and sometimes you'd do a 2-10 and you're straight into a 6-2 the next day and then i'm thinking oh gosh i've got that court that assignment i need to do and yeah and oh you're tired. Course. You get home and you're yeah, yeah, exactly. I've never consumed so many espressos in one time. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you wouldn't believe it how much. I, and um, you know, caffeine intake it was like over the top, keeping me going. Um, but you know, it got to the point where I was I was in the, the last year. I got through the first three. Sorry, it was a three year course, not mm. four. And I got through the first two just about you know okay. with with yeah, yeah. managing everything and then it got to the third year and i thought i need to something needs to give here i need to ma- manage my time better if i want to take this area and this that, snc and, more and that ultimately i always tell my students especially in undergrad that's really what we what you learn at university is time management yeah, yeah. i mean all the other stuff you yeah. do but it's all all of it is geared towards yeah. taking up all your time and stressing out until you realize okay, I can't read it all. And I've got to come to a point when I'm working on that paper where I say, this is as good as I can yeah. do. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because as it's going back to the undergraduate course, and even though it probably it, it still was a sport course, it probably wasn't the correct course for me. It learned me that time management. Yeah. It learned me work and meeting people from all different communi- different areas, different cultures. Um, and it opens you, you know, horizon mm-hmm. a little bit. You up from like a a smaller town or, or area and then it just opens everything up, doesn't it? You're meeting people yeah. from all over and it gives you more opportunities as well. Yeah. So even when I find like, if you don't f- truly follow the course that was meant for you, it teaches you life skills and lessons, yeah. doesn't it? You yeah. know, so I'd always advocate people going to university. I really would. And it's not always the correct way for everyone, but right. I definitely would back it for, for anyone, you know, and I'm not even the most academic person in the world. <laughs> I am not, and I say this, I've got a master's degree, yeah. but I was in the middle set in school. Yeah. I was, the only thing with me is I'd work hard. There you and go. that's what that's I always that's stick what, by. And that's a big thing, isn't it? Yeah. You don't have to be the, the best, it's even in sports, you don't have to be the best player. You don't have to be the most intelligent, but if you work hard, you will go a long way. Yeah. So what uh, happened in the last year of your master's? Last year of master's, um, this is where it started to really like 
trajectory. Okay. I started realizing where you wanted to go. Yeah. And then I I started in, um, I went from, I went into, there was a guy on my course I met um, called Sam Vance. Top guy, works for Liverpool now. Okay. Really nice guy. And he, he, it was funny because I went on the course, first day, met him. What's your name? Sam, where are you from? The Wirral. So am I. How old are you, Sam? 30. So am I. Why don't we know each other? You know, his gym was like two miles down the road. It's amazing, and, isn't yeah, it? And I was like, I work in UTS as well, he said. And I was like, well, I'm in a village hotel in Brombrett. It's the same area. How do we not know each other, you know? Yeah, yeah. So then we become good friends, really good friends. And he worked in the UTS, underground training station, as where Jenna worked. And um, it's a really good, they do things the right way. The difference from there to the Village Hotel is uh, the Village Hotel is all set fixed machines. Right, okay. It's all treadmills, yeah. whereas the UTS is unconventional. Okay, got some free weights. You got free some weights, bars, squat racks, everything yeah, is those elastic things. What do we call that? TSX yeah, or something? Uh, TRX. TRX, like, yeah. Resistance bands. Yeah. It's about getting people moving and right. not just sitting on a machine doing and yeah. isolating <laughs> muscles. It's get functional. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a lot... Um, a lot better form of training, I would say anyway. Um, and he, he said to me, Kev, um, I was always going in on a Wednesday. We'd go on a Wednesday for a day of, of uh, the, the course. And I'd say to him, Sam, I'd be just rolling in with me espresso. I was meeting for the coffees. Yeah. And he, I, was, I was like, this is hard, managing the two. And he said, yeah. why don't you come work for us? And I was like, oh, yeah, might do, might do. Put it off. And then eventually I turned around, Sam, is there anything available? Oh, yes, there is. And then he put me in touch with the guys, um, and and I went went down there, done a couple of classes, and and it was the best thing I ever did. Really? The best thing because I went self-employed then. Okay. So I could manage the course, be self-employed, have my own hours. The only thing that was fixed was you had to coach classes. Okay. So there was like I believe six hours a week, but I had a great deal. I coached mm. six hours a week. For in return, I had full use of the gym with my clients. Didn't have to be members could bring them in any time of day wow. across the seven days of the week. My rent was coaching classes. So even if it wasn't as big a gamble to go self-employed, because yeah, even yeah. if you have a bad week, you know, you don't have to pay nothing. You just yeah. might make less money. Right. You know, so so it was a really good deal. It was a safety net in the sense that you don't have to pay £200 a week yeah. or a month, should I say, um, rent. And if you have a bad month, oh God, I haven't got that £200. And, mm -hmm. and, and pay monthly. It was just coaching classes. And as I said, it was the best thing. It opened, opened um, my eyes up a bit and helped me increase my knowledge. I was around coaches that were of a similar mindset. And we, mm. and it really, that really pushed me on that. That was really, and I'm very thankful to the underground training station. And there's two of them. There's one's in Hoylake and there's one in Raby Mia. I worked in the Raby Mia one. And, um, I believe it's shut down now due to oh, all the COVID stuff. Oh, and that's, that's, you know, that's heartbreaking when that, you start looking globally at the number of, yeah. of fitness places. And that's what people need anyway, is to get out, move, get into these classes. Yeah. But, you know, close proximity, social distancing. Absolutely. Yeah, and it was only a small facility. So oh. I believe it shut down. And, and, and um, when they reopened under the guidelines, they could only have a set amount of clients coming in. Hmm. So I, uh, a set amount of members coming in and then so so I believe that made things difficult and the last I heard it shut down so okay. which is a shame which is a massive shame um, but they were really good Mike and Moyer who owned it 
they were very supportive, um, you know, and, and I could come and go as a please. They mm. lived just next door, but they were like, as long as you open this big <laughs> gate and shut it, there was no trouble. But this gate was massive, big electric yeah, thing, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but it was great. Really helped progress me. Uh, met Neil and Colin. Colin was my tutor at university, mm. funny enough. And Colin was eventually became the head of strength and conditioning under the court. Uh-huh. So Colin was the initial owner of the Hoy Lake one, and then they opened the franchise in Rabiemere. The Hoy Lake one, Neil um, and Colin. Neil comes from a, a, a you know a, a, a very good background of uh, an experience in he worked for England rugby and strength and conditioning, and there was an, I worked for Man City in the uh-huh. football. So there was a good wealth of knowledge there. Yeah. And, you know, we was learning from them guys. They'd be giving us like CPD and that would help progress. Wow. So I had all that. Plus I had, you know, the head of the course, head and other things. So yeah, yeah. you'd like to think you'd get a, a little bit of, you know, yeah. oh, he he's one of us, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, when he's marking the exam. <laughs> anyway. But um, yeah, very good. Progressed me. And then after, what I started doing was when I went self-employed a bit, another reason that I sort of pushed me into that was I started with a football team, ah. a professional football team, Trammy Rovers. Okay. Okay. And uh, there's three football teams in, in, in Merseyside. There's Liverpool, Everton and Trammy. Okay. So okay, I've heard so, of the first two. Yeah. Liverpool, exactly, Tramia, yeah. Well, never heard of them. So... They're a, they're a smaller club, but uh-huh. they've got a massive history. Okay. That, you know, if you're from England, yeah. you you know, and you know the lower league football, they, 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 they've heard of Tramia. And um, I started with them, and, and it was funny because I met someone who was a member at the gym in the village who put me forward to the Tramia. He was a physio mm. there, John Stokes. Okay. And he put me in touch with him. So it's funny how you meet people, isn't yeah, it, in, yeah. in, in gym environments or, or any walk of life, you, you know. Yeah. And I always believe if you if you're good if you're a nice person and you're good to people they'll be good to yeah. you and and okay. I think that's karma. What goes around comes around, right? I believe yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I really do. I really do. I find that when I'm when you when you're doing good things, good things happen. I yeah. really believe that. And the um, and and anyway, John put me in touch, and the guy um, had just gone into a new role as head of strength and conditioning or sports science for Tramia. Okay. First team professional footballers. Kev, um, I, I, he told him how I was doing my masters. Uh, you know, it was on me. I think third year, yeah. And, and he was saying, um, "Come in, Kev, support me internship." I did it for free. Uh-huh. Some people may say I'm a bit crazy, but I believe like that sort of. Most people have to do it in that yeah, sort of thing yeah. to get your stripes, and it it yeah. it it was on my doorstep. Right. Um. So it wasn't much distance to travel. It's my local team where I'd be running on the pitch back in the day when they won yeah. games, you know? Yeah, yeah. And the next minute I'm working with them. So it was like, wow, this is brilliant. You know, you get your kids, you're working in, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm part of the team now. Um, so work for them. First year I did with the first team and they just come close to getting promoted. They mm-hmm. dropped out the football league to... The league below the league two, uh, they lost in the playoff final. There was a position that was lined up to take me on full time head of the youth. Didn't get promoted. Football's all about money, right? If if you know, and and there was there was not a chance that I was going to get a full time role if they didn't go back up into right. the higher leagues. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was a bit of a shame they lost at Wembley. So playoff final. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a good day. Um, and it was, it was, it was, it's a hard thing to do is lose a playoff. I mean, sure. you, you can lose 
finals and stuff but you know you have to go or in a one off competition yeah, yeah. but when you've played all season and it comes to the playoff final and you lose it there's nothing worse but on the flip side of that there's nothing better than winning a playoff yeah. you know <laughs> so it's literally and and so anyway season lost next season they said to me um unfortunately Kev there won't be a full time position so I've said okay well how you know I'm still studying how about I um, do this for free, continue, yeah. you give me more responsibility, yeah. I'll head up the under-18s, I'll do all the physical development with them, I'll do match days and I'll do two days a week. So it's not too much of my time, but it gives me that experience and that yeah, yeah. exposure to working with them on a match day, warm-ups, you know, all that sort of stuff, and then training them in the week. And they were like, we would love that. So I was like, great, okay. Went there, uh, decided to take that role, continue to do my master's, continue to work at UTS and just manage the law. You're busy but, at this point. Yeah. But it's because of the self-employed stuff, I could, at busier points, I could take a step back from the clients and they were yeah. very good with me and could, would understand, you know, maybe yeah. I need to change the day, change the time and they'd, they'd be very understanding, very good. Um, so yeah, they so Tramia was excellent. I got exposed i got that you know that chance to work in a professional environment um work with you know professional athletes um and and meet coaches and work with coaches football's a very small game as well and if you know him he knows him and if you're an all right guy you'll always be all right mm. you know sort mm. of thing yeah if you're not then where they'll get round as well. Yeah. So it's interesting. But yeah, I met some guys, ex-pros that I used to watch as kids. So I'm like, that's, that's Parky. <laughs> used to watch him on the pitch and now we're working with him. And they were great guys. I had a wow. great relationship. That's fantastic. A great relationship with them. And so yeah, so um, worked there for the year. There was potentially going to be something lined up at the end of that year. I'm coming to the end of the degree. The academy got shut down. <gasps> Oh, financially no. oh no so the under 18 stayed on but all the, the coaches from throughout the academy which the academies are very a very um a very good um recognized academy in the uk and it's developed a lot of professional players that have gone mm. on to bigger things yeah um and unfortunately it got shut down financial reasons and the staff that i worked with lost their positions wow. so we're like oh gosh but they all decided to stay on and do it for free because wow. of it. Is, wow. I know, That's incredible. Isn't it just, yeah. they would do, I don't believe they did every day, but they would do set days in the week and, and on a weekend they'd do the games. And purely because you get to, as a team, you feel mm. like you're sort of letting people down, you yeah. know, and Park, Parky's the team manager. He got another position. It restructured the role and he applied and got the position. Yeah. So he was solely doing it on his own. So he's like, He's one of our friends. Yeah. Now he's in left in the lurch, but we don't want him to be like, yeah, yeah. have to manage everything. So the guys would come in and do it for free. That says a no. lot about them. Yeah, it says you a know? lot. But it also says about, a, a lot about teams and togetherness and, you know, having everyone's back and supporting each other. Yeah. Um, and that's what we definitely had. But I was still doing it for free, so it never really changed for me. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. well, you're still with us anyway, Kev. You've got no choice, you know. So so I stayed on. Uh, the academy didn't, sh but what it did mean was that there was no positions full-time right. for me at the end of it. Yeah. And that leads, leads us then into Dubai because 
we're at this point we're um and an R and we've just been on holiday this was you know yeah. we're being sold like you know yeah. the work life balance for my fiance who's a teacher yeah. Yeah. and we're thinking do we do it do we go for it you know and I'm thinking I might have a full time position here yeah. I'm finishing the masters let's see where we go from there first let's get the masters out of the way let's yeah. see if Tramier offered me something and then we'll go from there and then it, it went to um, they, they, the academy shut and I, that ultimately made the decision for me then yeah. you know so let's go for it let's go out there let's enjoy the lifestyle let's go and you know make a little bit of money let's in, uh, and you know fairy horizons open you know work mm. in a different culture so we applied for a job she got um accepted um in a school primary school over here and um she 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 loved it she loved it and we come over first year it was very difficult um i i i play for i also applied for a position which was head of an academy out here uh-huh. um i got accepted um it was sort of um a great step for me so I'd gone from under 18s mm-hmm. to leading a whole academy now right. so it was under 8s it's big right through to under 18s yeah which eventually had a first team added on to it there was a girls section so it was me looking after all these kids you know yeah, all yeah, their yeah. physical yeah. development yeah, so I was yeah. head of strength and conditioning for this academy and uh, it was a great eye opener a great I really enjoyed it with the kids the kids were brilliant loved it loved it Um COVID struck mm. two years down the line. Yeah. I lost my position. It was restructured. Um, but it was a blessing in disguise. I'm on to, uh, you know, I've, I, it helped develop me in that two years, massively progressed me as a, a strength and conditioning coach, mm. working with all these kids from different ages, different backgrounds, you know, um, and it, it then led me into um, a new academy out here. This new academy, Empire Sports, Really good, do things the right way. Great people. Um, at a great facility, Four Mark School, which is in Albasia. Um, and it's got me working now. I'm doing a little bit of physical development with the guys, working one to one, working group sessions, but also I'm doing the tactical, technical stuff, okay. as I was yeah. saying. So it's a nice mixed bag for me now. Yeah. You know, it's a, a bit of both, and it, it gives me um, a chance to have my own team. As I was saying well, earlier, it's cool. you know, so I love it. I love working with the kids. They're brilliant. Yeah. They're such good fun and the nice, really nice kids out here. And so it makes you it find easy. them different. The kids different here than they were back in the UK. Yes. 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 <laughs> How? The How are they different? I, the kids I'm working with here are from private schools. Right. Um, well, uh, you know, from nice, strong backgrounds, the, the, well, should I say like the, financially they're from good positions yeah, you know yeah. sort of thing um they're whereas not, in the uk um you get a mixture of right. kids working class middle class yeah um you know and football i believe in the uk is probably everything for them right it's all some some kids it's just like the mentality is football, football. Yeah. whereas probably in the uae they've got a lot more mm. other things going on it's probably the academic is taken more serious out here than it is in the right. uk and probably they they've got more to do yeah. than in the UK the kids right so they you know they've they've got a lot more other things going on so it's not the be all and end all for them mm, here mm. I believe whereas yeah. in the UK it is everything football is your yeah. life back there um so yeah I, you know it's not to, the kids in the UK are great 
Continue yeah. great, but well, you you get it. It's it is different. Yeah. It is different. You know, depending on the type of kids that you're working with, and um, the kids out here, I, I like, I love working with the kids. As I was saying, going back to the great you, form. any age group that you're you're more interested in that you find um, just you know what, it, I probably eleven and twelves and up is probably easier for me. Okay. The younger ones. A good fun, but they're yeah. harder to deal with. Yeah, <laughs> it's and harder to keep them focused, right? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And I've got—I would say—good enough patience, but um, it does test you at times. I would say, yeah. you know. So, elevens, um, twelves, and above. But the good thing is, I work with all age groups right the way through under eights up to to under eighteens. Mm. You know, so I've got that good experience of working through. So yeah, I've been with the Empire now for the, the since the turn of the year since Christmas. Um, it's been a really good, really good um, transition for me. The guys there are excellent. We do ECAs in the day, a couple of days a week, which is extracurriculum. Mm-hmm. So you get okay. you get you, the kids after school club. So you do that, um, and then we'll go into coaching of an evening uh, with all the squads. We've got a big girls program there mm. as well, which is really good. So you know, um, and, and the boys, I've got a str- I've got some good strong teams, mm. and then on a Saturday we have a match day. Okay. So we'll train four, four, five times a week, match day on a Saturday. Um, uh, so okay. it's really good. It's really good. I'm really happy there. Um, and and for me, you know, the next step would probably be to go into coaching in a head of first team role. Okay. In strength and conditioning, so I've got is that is that sort of in your mind? Is uh, yeah, I mean, this is the logical progression. Yeah, that you're going through. I think so. And and whether that, you know whether that's coaching in a team or whether it's one to one. I mean, I love working with the youth <laughs> athletes as well. Yeah. So it's not it's not just to say that that's going to be the logical development will be a first team. I do yeah. think I need to probably do that to get to say all right. I've tried the first team, although yeah. I did internship with the first team i maybe be a lead of a first team mm. be a lead you know and then i've worked with the youth head of academy then i've worked with a first team then i've and then i can kind of work out what's where i want to go then from yeah. there you know um the first team seems real logical in the uk is that a little bit more of a challenge here in the uae yeah 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 it's, it's just it's, a, that 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 team i mean sure there's the football league yeah, yeah. but it's a different league and it's just like, i think as well to get in if i do go back to the uk i'd probably have to go and try and get into a, a football team somewhere as head of snc first team and then hopefully that would um of a lower league and then hopefully that puts me in good stead to go to another club which would yeah. be in higher divisions and you know but yeah. we'll, we'll see where things go because you know, I love working with the youth athletes as well. Yeah. And I, I've got experience, as we said earlier, um, basketball, ice hockey. Um, but what you'll find is a lot of the sports transfer over. So athletic development, it's not just about doing a sports-specific skill. Sometimes it's just he needs agility and he needs agility. Mm. And that's that age okay. group is what they need to yeah. work on, you know. So it doesn't yeah. need to be like exactly like standing with a hockey puck and a hockey stick and yeah. doing one single leg exercise. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. You could do the same exercise and it transfers over. It's just about developing the foundations and right. and building on it. And then as they get older, that's where things become more specific to their sport, yeah. you know. So, um, so yeah, that, that's probably where I see myself maybe in a first team role environment. Won't say... 100% that that is going to be the, the route, yeah. you know. Um, and maybe one day having my own facility back in the UK Man, would be nice. That sounds pretty cool. That would be nice working with 
all athletes from youth right through to fair to, to yeah. adults. Yeah. We'll see what time, you know, what happens over the coming <laughs> years, uh, coming months and years and, you know, and where things go. But that's probably the route that we'll, uh, that I'm looking at. You know? I, I'm really curious back to the, back to the youth, just, you know, with their fitness levels yeah. and their thoughts on fitness. And you know, this is, we, we just hear more and more and more about this. And obviously you're working in strength and conditioning and yeah. you're working in, 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 in a sense in coaching as well. But how do you, how do you see over the, the last several years that you've been working with kids, both from the UK and now to here, how do you see their, their general, thoughts and commitment to physical fitness mm. um you know it, it's for like in the, it just depends i think your commitment to it of probably what level you're at mm. you know the more the higher the level the more serious it seems to be taken okay so they need a goal yeah so then i think you know as i've come into this academy they've not really had exposure to the snc they, they had little bits mm. over here um, and I've just driven it on and they've put an importance on how important it is to, you know, to do your strength work, mm. learn your movement patterns. That's um, something that people often forget. They just think, oh, I just got to go have my skill. I got yeah, to be able to go through the pylons, go through the but cones. The big thing is strength underpins everything. So if yeah. you're strong, you'll be powerful. You'll be able to change direction quicker. Yeah. And the underlying thing is being strong, right? you know, but you need to be strong and be able to start with body weight learn the correct techniques, learn the movement patterns, mm. and then you can build on that and go into lifting weights, yeah. you know, at a lower yeah. level. And then you build and build and build. And people think, people are very like, it's seen like as a, oh, resistance training for kids. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the science. Well, there's there's all that fear, right? It's like, hold on, there's yeah. muscle development and yeah. are we going to stunt them yes. and are we going to cause a problem? And yeah. hold on, you know, you go back to, you know, a high intensity training and, yeah. and you know, that's an osteo or a yeah. physio's best friend yeah. because you get the, oh, back pain, oh, my groin, and yeah. you know, so it I don't is. want the kids to injure themselves. So it, it, it's, it's a misconception massively mm. of, and it's just educating people really yeah. because you know, it's a, a new thing and it's taken off and everyone's calling it SNC. Strength and conditioning. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing the SNC now. He's doing sit ups and he's that's SNC. You know, it's funny. It is it's the buzzword now. It's the buzzword. I'm so doing yeah, I'm doing my SNC. What you just ran up the stairs and done sit ups. Yeah. It's hardly strength and conditioning. But it is what it is. But um yeah, the the these guys are um where am I going with this? Where am I going? You, you were going that you were, we were talking about youth and their commitment to physical fitness yes. and their thoughts on that and, and how seriously they take it. Or yeah. and with, with the leading question is I, I see just a lot of kids who are pretty sedentary Yeah, and I, you know, I look around and I see kids and That's I kind of go, I've got you. And as yeah. we were talking about, earlier with my wife with the, you know, what's the yeah. first thing they cut out of things? Oh, no fitness, yeah. you know, no PE in schools. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. what are you guys yeah. thinking? It is, it, it's a massive, you know, even for ki children's mental health, you know, for me, like even being over here, there's gonna be probably 0.0.01% who are gonna ever become professional footballers mm. or professional athletes. Yeah. But for me, it's trying to teach them that, that the right things, the right mood, the, the right things to do in the gym the yeah. right things to do when they're away from, from yeah. with us and that'll lead them into a healthy adult and a, yeah. an active lifestyle right the way through. Yeah. So it's not just about making, it is about making them better athletes, but it's about making them 
aware of how to look after themselves yeah. you know you know and then so that when they're 45 they don't have the belly hanging over the belt yes. and they're looking in the mirror going i remember when i was 16 yes. Yes. i had so much opportunity <laughs> i wish you had quite a lot of, yeah. i could have been a football i could have made it i could have made it but i had this injury is often the one the yeah. knee injury is normally the one you yeah, know yeah yeah blew so, up my knee and then there was no more snc yeah that's it <laughs> so if we my thing is let the kids have fun. Yeah. Let them um, try and develop them. Try and make it long term for them, so yeah. that they they continue into that adulthood and yeah. and and go go from there. You know. So, yeah. um, and then mental health as well. It's a big thing. That's a huge one. I mean, yeah. I mean the COVID is. I think. I think the the, the good side of COVID is it's really started us to focus on the connection between mind and body, that mm -hmm. mental health thing, talking about it, working through things, and how doing a little SNC, going for a little run, doing a little walk, yeah. doing some pull-ups, doing some you know, yeah. body weight exercises can really sort out yeah, your it's, head. It's my, yeah, it's, and it's, teach, it's teaching them that, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and as you said, um, it's, it's a crazy time. People are stuck yeah. at home. Um, We've got more uh, in in the UAE. We've obviously got a little bit more less restrictions to the right. UK, which is which oh, is yeah. you know which is is good to be here. And, and you would say in such a bad circumstances, you're probably in a better place here. Um, but the big thing is, it, it, I know that schools are trying to do stuff and the teachers and stuff um, trying their best to do what they can with them. Yeah. But I know that I pro uh, probably everyone would like to be doing it in person and get yeah. you know and, and go from there. But I think teachers are trying their best to do what they can and, and yeah. everyone's trying their best to do to do, to do the stuff. And the, the good thing is, even if they're getting a lack of PE at the schools, if they are coming to academies after school yeah. in sport or whatever, extracurriculum sport, they're getting that extra little bit of fitness and, yeah. and stuff. And as, you, as we said, um, the the mental health is, is a big thing, especially now in younger and it's making more kids more aware that, yeah. you know, about it and, and educating them and, exercise is the biggest thing yeah. the biggest thing isn't it, <laughs> it you know it's is it, yeah. it massively just and getting, getting your head into the game to do it i mean I, yeah. I it's this morning i sent you a i sent you a whatsapp what time was it, it was yeah. like five, five to five i was like yeah. what, yeah. what does you this know, guy sleep like you know but, but that's the deal right it's in it in a, this morning i'm getting up and i'm because i'm going for a morning run and i'm going yeah. you know i'm waking up and and i'm going oh, I, I literally rolled over in bed and i went do i really want to get out of bed and i'm like you know it's dark and i could see it's a little foggy i'm going do i really want to get up and and i just kind of went half the game is getting is getting out of bed absolutely and did i do my best run ever actually it felt really good it was one of those runs i'm running i'm going hey this is feeling really good you know and yeah. and and i i was really but the, the irony is so gotta go, go and do the run so i'd send you that text go and do the run yeah get home jump into the hot tub and then i went back to bed for half an hour <laughs> you know, i went upstairs and i'd lie down in bed and and my wife goes i can't believe it you've been outside you've gone for a run you've had a hot tub jacuzzi and then you, you grabbed an espresso that. and then you lie down in bed and you're snoring. How is that possible? <laughs> Do you know the funny thing is apparently if you have your caffeine and then have a power nap, yeah. you wake up, it kicks in and you're off. Oh, I'm telling you, I, I you know, I literally, the my caffeine. routine is a little bit of exercise, 20 minutes no, listening to the news in a jacuzzi. And typically if I can lie down for 10, 15 minutes and then boom, yeah. get going. Brilliant. But it's, but going back to the kids where this yeah. all connects in is, is getting them to realize, yeah, I got homework. Yes, I've got school. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm tired. And you know what? But I'm still going to get up and I'm going to go do it. I'm mm -hmm. going to take that little nap. I'm going to do what yeah, I can do. But I'm going to yeah. get up and I'm going to bring myself yes. to it. And I'm going to do that, get that movement in because it's, it's just better for you. Yeah, absolutely. It is. It is. And 
educating them to, to that mindset as yeah. well, to be able to get up and think, right, okay, I've got to do a bit of exercise here rather than just yeah. getting up and sitting on your Xbox. Which is so easy to do. Easy to do. <laughs> easy to do. Call of Duty or Fortnite. Oh, yeah. That's Fortnite. the new one, isn't it? Oh, yeah, Fortnite, yeah. yeah. They're all doing the dance. It's crazy. <laughs> they all do the dances or TikTok dances oh, now, yeah. isn't it? Well, at least the dancing, yeah, moving. Well, that's it. At least, at least, <laughs> in some ways. Oh man, you know, you know I, 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 all I keep thinking is we could keep going here, and I, I'm yeah. thinking we gotta have to, we're gonna have to meet up again. Yeah, and, I think we could keep going, couldn't and, we? And have a nice. But how do how do people get in touch with you, Kev? So yeah. um, I've got an Instagram at KFITS training, okay. uh, K F I T Z training, T R A I N I G. Okay, I'm, and uh, I'm on Instagram, uh, Facebook, but I don't really. Um, use Facebook so much and more, um, more you could interact with me more on Instagram okay um, I'm, I'm not a big social media user uh-huh. of previously but I'm starting to to get into the habit because everything's on, online now well, isn't I'm it? telling you everything's there Instagram so, is it yeah <laughs> I mean I do like I'm more of a sit in the shadows to scroll uh-huh. through and have a nose rather uh-huh. than post 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 yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I'm We'll be a bit more active, so you will see more okay. content coming over okay. the coming days cool. and weeks. And um, and we can reach out for you at Empire Sports. If at you Empire want Sports Academy, yeah. Okay. So I'm a coach down there, as I said earlier. Um, we have a boys from under eights right through to under 18s. Uh, sorry, up to under 14s yeah. and, and right now. Um, and we have a massive girls academy from under eights up to to 16s as well so So, you know i'd love to get you back and i'd love to sit down and and talk strategies for parents on keeping their kids going uh, talk a little bit about training yeah talk a little bit about agility and just sort of in that age group and kind of create that education for parents okay how do we make this work how do we do it because part two's coming oh yeah for sure (laughs) yeah we could go on for days come we and that would be good because i can go into a little bit more detail of What's the focus for yeah. eight rings and big fingers is um, biological oh, yeah. um, development. A lot of coaches will look at chronologically the age group, uh-huh. but an under 12 yeah. might be four foot tall yeah. in comparison to a six foot girl. Yeah. You know, yeah. so they're biologically on different levels and that's, uh, that's something that's else that we could talk about. And it's having then to know, okay, the hair trainer might be a little bit different. Right. Her hair is, she can load up in the gym a little bit more. Whereas yeah. she's got to keep it with the body weight and da, da, yeah. da, da, da. loads of things you can go into. Oh, there. Let's, let's have that back. conversation. Yeah. Cause I, I just, I, you know, the, the bridge is always the parents and it's not just, Hey, get in the car. I'm going to mm. drop you off. And then, Hey, Kev, it's your job. Yeah, Here yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. I think there's, there's a whole bunch going on in between. And, and I was one of those parents who always sat on the sidelines whenever my kids were doing, you know, football yeah. or hockey or whatever, only because, well, mostly because I was terrified if they got injured, and yeah. who's going to be there then to get mm. them where they need to go? But I also just like to watch and listen to what's going on. It's and good, isn't it? It's good being yeah. watching. And but I was like, never the armchair parent either. Said, "Oh, you're not doing enough of this." <laughs> it was just like, hey, "Okay, just curious." Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, I think it's a. That's probably not a bad. That's not a bad position yeah. to take. Some parents will push them too hard. Yeah, some will not bother. And leave them to it. So, I mean, yeah. and some will ultimately get too involved with coaches or yeah. whatever, you know. So, you know, it's letting them have fun, yeah. supporting them as best as they can. And it's always, you know, the, the kids will always do some really great thing during a practice. Yeah. And when it's the first thing they do, they look up to the yeah, parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get, they get <laughs> the and little I, I'd be up there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the bad thing now, though, is because of COVID, right. the parents can't come into the facility. Oh, you that's horrible. Them, you yeah. see a few of them popping their heads over yeah. the wall. They park up. <laughs> 
stand on the car and watch over. You wouldn't believe it. Like the I'd f- be there. I'd people have a ladder. Step ladder. Yeah, 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 there you go. I'd You're that man. You're that guy. So um, I'll tell you a quick funny story. Yeah. I went to a football school. Uh, we had football matches on. Guy stood on the wall. Yeah. Security, get down, get down, get down. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't get down. One of the coaches had to go over and say, listen, he's one of the parents of the kids. You're going to have to get down. He turned around and goes, I can't get down. <laughs> the ladders are broke. He's stuck up there. <laughs> so, so <laughs> how good is that? It's like giving it, oh, no, don't. Well, it actually didn't go like that. It was more like, oh, why do we have to get down? I'm trying to what did it. It's stupid, this, that, and the other. And then he went, I can't get down. <laughs> so when he told me the story, I was like, that's brilliant. Yeah, that is what it's all about. But yeah, you can't watch it, which is a shame because as you go back to kids, yeah. are giving you the, they're all made up with themselves. Yeah. So then they have to recreate the story when they're going oh, home, man. which oh, adds man. a bit of, of spice to it. You know, they had a little bit, oh, I took eight players on and I've done this, done that. Yeah. yeah. Kev, it's been a pleasure you meeting you. Thank you having me. Look forward to doing this again, yeah, and truly, definitely. we will do it again. Coming to you, Potaholics is what you're listening to. It's Catching Up with Kev Fitzsimmons, and he's at Empire Sports Academy. We're recording right here in the Rove Hotel downtown Dubai in the podcast studio. Music by Arches Audio. A whole bunch of podcasts to listen to on Potaholics and the James Cast. Go give them a listen. Talk to you again real soon. So long for now. <laughs>